It's the Adam Ritz Show, a social awareness talk show touching on fellowship, leadership, philanthropy, and more. Adam hosts the show on location from coast to coast, interviewing college students, student athletes, campus administrators, professional athletes, and social experts about social issues ranging from bullying to Twitter and everything in between. And now it's your social awareness radio host, Adam Ritz. Welcome to November and welcome to the Adam Ritz Show. I'm Adam Ritz, Jay Baker with me. Happy November. Hey, happy November to you. We've got a lot of incredible things about this month. You know, my my favorite shows have become the first show we do of the month because we like to highlight all the awareness days and certain charities and foundation work that's going to happen throughout the month. Uh, November, top of my head, I know is uh, a lot of men's health, pancreatic cancer awareness month. They do uh, the beards, the mustaches, no shave November. And, right. Uh, so I can't wait to get into some of that. Before we mention those uh, big dates happening this month in November, I wanted to mention maybe to plan now for your what's become known as a turkey trot. They also uh, have uh, fun runs on Thanksgiving morning, um, the Thanksgiving uh, charity run. And you're, almost every community in America has a turkey trot or some sort of fun run. You know, it's a 5K, three miles at the most. I mean, nobody's suggesting you go run a, a half marathon or a marathon right. at 6 a.m. on Thanksgiving morning, but it's a great family tradition uh, to get up in the morning on Thanksgiving and earn those calories. Earn that Thanksgiving meal later in the day by running a little 5K with your family. And usually, most of these 5Ks are for charity, to help yes. feed the hungry or feed the poor. Uh, I know in, in the area where I live, I like to do this with my kids, and, it, and a, a mis- it's a mission that sponsors it. And so pr- portions of the proceeds to run the 5K go to buy actual Thanksgiving meals for uh, hungry families in the area. So maybe now that it's uh, the calendar has turned and we're into November, uh, think about it now because you don't want to start planning this on, on Thanksgiving Eve because the 5K will probably be sold out. Right. You absolutely want to do this and you want to plan ahead a little bit, not the least of which you want to be taking a few longer walks, just up your uh, activity level a little bit because you don't want to leap off the couch do a 5K that really isn't helpful for you, but you are correct. Mm -hmm. Most people can do a 5K, especially if you do it at a slow jog or a fast walk. It's a lot about getting out. One of of the uh, surrounding communities uh, that that you mentioned, uh, you know, as you said, this is such a cool thing. They have a big philanthropy as well, but everybody who participates gets a slice of pie when they cross the finish line. And I think that that is such a cool tradition. So their part of their slogan is, come out, get your slice of the pie. And of course, oh, then they great. donate all the proceeds to charity. But think about you and I have uh, been in a few foot races in our lives. Yes, the finishing medal's nice, but I'd go for the pie. It sounds delicious. I mean, I don't know what other reason you need to get up in the morning and go run, to get a piece of pie. Um, another thing I wanted to mention real quick about it is that if you're somewhat intimidated by running three miles, running a 5K, it, it's not a race. It's, it's not uh, something that you need to work up to because it is, you are more than welcome to walk this thing. Right. You are more than welcome to... Not even finish. I mean, just the fact that you're doing it, 
that you paid to do it and that portions of those proceeds are helping other people and that you might get a free piece of pie at the end there might be pie involved that's you know don't think oh my gosh i'm not in shape i, I can there's no way i can do a uh, a turkey trot or a drumstick dash on Thanksgiving morning. Don't be intimidated by the thought of going three miles. It's all for fun and it's all for charity. Uh, and I'm telling you, every single city, burg, and ville in America has some sort of turkey trot or drumstick dash. Just Google those terms in your area and you'll find one easily. And start thinking about it now, now that uh, you know you put away the jack-o'-lantern and now you've got the turkey uh uh, out on your uh, centerpiece of your dining room table. Now's the time to think about it. Absolutely. Well, as you said, this is the time of the month. Uh, this is a new feature of the Adam Rich Show, but it's one of my favorite features to look at all the awareness days. Some of these are whimsical. Some of these are serious, and it does give you a chance to sort of reflect on different health topics. In November, we have, of course, Veterans Day and Thanksgiving Day. Very important that we do honor our vets. This gives us a chance to give thanks to those who have uh, committed at least part of their life to the armed forces. That Veterans Day seems to get uh, more and more recognized. Uh, I don't really recall even hearing about it, really, when I was uh, younger as a kid or even uh, through my college years. But now that I'm a, a middle-aged man, I, I hear about it all the time, and everybody, and thank you thank you for your service is such a common phrase to say, even outside of Veterans Day. So I'm, gl- I'm glad to hear that it's, uh, I guess, I don't know if it's marketing or social media, but more people know about it and, and celebrate it. I don't have my Veterans Day tree up yet, but uh, that's maybe something I'll do this weekend. It is something to uh, take note of and uh, ask around. That there are probably some surprise veterans, some coworkers, maybe even a family member that you didn't realize had actually served in the armed forces. Give them some thanks around Veterans Day, and of course, as Adam mentioned, Thanksgiving Day. It's a great day to think about holiday, think about travel, think about the things that you are genuinely grateful for. A lot of mental health professionals say gratitude is a great way to live your life. And, of course, Thanksgiving is based on gratitude. And, of course, pie. Yes, it is. It does involve (laughs) pie, sometimes several different types of pie. Can you imagine? We'll just have a show on pie we, someday. We Maybe this is it. We already have a theme. We've referenced pie twice. You mentioned Movember. And yes, this is Grow Your Facial Hair. And what this does is underscore men's health. And when they say men's health, it's a variety of issues. It's exactly what you said. There are some... Uh, there are some men's reproductive health cancers. There's uh, prostate issues. There's things that really men tend to, oh, I feel fine. I'm not going to my doctor. Mm-hmm. That is not a great way to live your life. You kind of owe it to yourself and your family. Go get regular checkups and at least be aware of the health issues. Uh, you know, gender-wise as a man, you do have some specific health issues, uh, mostly uh, with your uh, equipment that you were issued at birth. So make sure that all of that is properly attended to. And in the meantime, No Shave November, Movember, means that you can go ahead and look like a caveman, uh, a woolly mammoth, a sloth, whatever your facial hair says about you. Uh, you may not be able to grow the ZZ Top beard in, in four weeks, but do go without shaving. It's kind of fun, actually. There, I have several friends that have, have beards, and it all started with No Shave November. And 
They did it because it was a, a pretty good excuse to be lazy and not shave. And then all of a sudden, 30 days later, they're like, wow, I look good. This beard filled out nicely. I'm the opposite. I, I do enjoy the laziness of not shaving. Sure. But then two weeks later, it A, it looks terrible. And B, and more <laughs> importantly for me, it is so scratchy and itchy. And I cannot wait to shave it off. So every time I've tried No Shave November, I don't think I've made it through the whole month. I so, can't make it 30 days. It kills me. You like what it represents, but it's been difficult for you to f- fully participate. Hey, it's a great cause, yes. but I look terrible and it itches. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So if you see a lot of facial hair in November, it's men supporting uh, men's health. This is National Peanut Butter Lovers Month. I moved this, this to the top of the list because, frankly, we could have a show on your love for peanut butter. I am a fan of uh, a special kind of peanut butter. There's a, a local, uh, I don't know, if culinary artist, or I was going to say yeah, kinda, chef, but there's Well, they a, call them artisanal the, food suppliers, guys an, that make great salsas oh, or peanut butters lady or sauces. Make, yeah. I'll just name her uh, by, I don't know her name, but her company's name is Be Happy, and they do deliver. And if you want to try the best peanut butter you've ever had, Google it now, Be Happy Peanut Butter. The kind I like has chocolate. Little rice crispy, rice crispy pieces in it, right? And toffee, so it's almost like you're not eating peanut butter. And I eat it right out of the jar with a spoon. It's uh, that good. Yeah, there's some, and I do. I like peanut butter. I like a, a smoothie with peanut butter in it. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to get some protein and some flavor. You have you have the right strawberry peanut butter smoothie. It tastes like you're eating an ice cold drinkable peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Which, by the way, is one of the great sandwiches. And, of course, what's 50% of a great peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Peanut Peanut butter. butter. Absolutely. This is National Peanut Butter Lovers Month. This is Adopt a Senior Pet Month. As you probably know, Adam, with uh, animal shelters throughout the land, everybody loves a cute little puppy or the cute little young dog. This is a good time to think about, especially if you uh, have maybe uh, a home with no kids, uh, et cetera, to think about adopting a senior pet. So it actually, you're talking about a dog, a puppy. I didn't know if you meant like adopt a senior and then you'll have a pet. Well, as you said, we're all getting a little older. Uh, maybe I implied if you have room in your house for me, I'm up for adoption. Well, I was just thinking, I'm only a few years away from becoming a senior. I'm thinking I have a chance to get adopted. <laughs> Absolutely. If, in November especially. <laughs> Finally, a family that loves you. Uh, Aviation History Month, uh, National Georgia Pecan Month. Now, as we said, some of these are a little whimsical. You probably won't suddenly say to yourself, Eureka, it's Aviation History Month. I must learn everything I can about aviation. Uh, And you may or may not like pecans, so you may not follow Georgia Pecan Month. But boy, if you love pecans, it's a good reason to go get a pie or something else made with pecans. No, but it has to be made with pecans from Georgia. Well, I think because to properly uh, celebrate the month in the fashion in which you you know it should be from Georgia, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Are there forty nine other uh, pecan awareness months? What about uh, uh, Illinois Pecan Month? Reading between the lines, I'm going to guess that pecans grow better in the southern portion of our great United States. Okay, uh, you know I know that Georgia's big on peanuts. With our old friend Jimmy Carter. There you go. So that's Uh, another crop that I think does a little bit better in the South. Not being totally agriculturally minded, that would be my guess, that Georgia is probably known for those types of things. Okay. 
I'm, I feel better knowing that November is Georgia Pecan Month. Sure. I think this is called awareness, Adam, and this is what this show does. <laughs> public Brings affairs. awareness. We bring awareness in public affairs. Banana Pudding Lovers Month. I'm all in on that. Fine I, with me. Who doesn't like pudding? Uh <laughs> Diabetic Eye Disease Month, this is a thing. Uh, I just recently had a thorough eye exam. If you are lucky, and everyone has like different you know, theories about different doctors, but uh, there are so many cool electronic toys that ophthalmologists use nowadays. It's almost a joy to get your eyes looked at. But one of the things that they do do is search very closely inside your eye, believe it or not. Early onset diabetes can often be diagnosed from an eye exam. I did not know that. I did not know that either. So your overall health certainly uh, contributes to your eye health, but specifically uh, a thorough examination of your eyes can reveal some health problems about you physically. So once again, we do urge people to go visit their doctors, Doctors, plural, because we have doctors for different parts of the body. Believe it or not, an eye exam is a good idea, and you can actually find out about epi- uh, or a diabetic uh, eye disease from a careful exam. It's also Family Stories Month. Uh, with new recording technology, many smartphones, of course, have that voice memo feature. Uh, it's maybe not a bad time to think about talking to some of your relatives about great stories. We've always heard those stories. Uh, My grandmother had outstanding stories about her relatives. So if you think about it, her relatives who had passed on, it would be, hey, Uncle Walt, who served in World War I, and he had this amazing story of what happened when he was in France. It might not be a bad idea to record and collect some of those stories from uh, family members because obviously when those people pass on those stories oftentimes go with them yeah and i think the younger generations are i don't i'm not sure they're less interested in their great grandparents uh, lives or stories and beyond Uh, but there's just so much competition for your attention span right that uh that maybe they either a don't hear the stories at all, or b as soon as they hear them, it's one in one ear out the other. Um, I myself have even thought about uh, getting some of these stories down on paper, um, so that our family's history can be you know passed down from generation to generation. Because I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I, I just sat. I mean, just recently, I sat with my parents who were uh, approaching eighty, and we talked about like their grandparents. Um, I know my grandkids who don't even exist yet are are never going to know those stories right. if I don't tell my kids those stories. Well, sure. and I, I remember my grandfather talking about helping his dad. His dad was a delivery man, and they used to deliver in the heart of downtown in a fairly large Midwest city uh, with a uh, a team of horses and a wagon, and how they would unload stuff for businesses. And on one trip, they actually had to deliver beer. So they had to figure out a way to get these beer kegs out of the back of this wagon. Because once again, there were guys who were just general haulers. So anything that would fit in the wagon, they would go deliver. And, you know, you hear a story like that and you think, that is so amazing because we have such specific, you know, you have a specific hand cart for uh, Coca-Cola and the keg guy has his own carrier and everything. In that era, it was like, no, we loaded in the wagon and you go deliver it. Yeah. 
And it's just it's just stuff that you wouldn't even stop to think about. Uh, it is Military Family Month. Uh, not only is it a time to uh, give honor to our veterans during Veterans Day, but you think about too the entire family takes part in that. You know, uh, for every soldier that's out there, there's mother, father, son, daughter, uh, husband, wife uh, for those that serve. So mm-hmm. it's time to think of their families as well. It's also National Family Caregivers Month. So if there is somebody in your family that you're attending to, this is a time to sort of give them a little bit of honor. And, and also stop to think about perhaps, and you know, as we said, some of these are whimsical hobbies. If you go from pecans to, you know, home uh, caregivers month, you do have to stop to think about as families age, you know, how you're going to come up with a plan. And we've always said planning is a lot better than suddenly, oh, somebody needs care. What are we going to do? And thankfully, many of us haven't reached that point, but some of us have. And it's something that a lot of people will have to face as everyone does age. And, and what is that called again? National Family Caregivers Month? It is called National Family Caregivers Month. Caregivers, okay. And, and that's not, we're not talking about like some of these organizations that do it, uh, that they're they're corporate and they're a business and you can pay uh, a 24-hour nurse organization to visit on your family member. We're talking about actual family members that right. are taking care of other family members. Yes, absolutely. And, and they uh, do need a, a tip of the hat. Yeah, for sure. and it's something for you to and think about just in moving forward and, and, and kind of think ahead of time, if you can, uh, come up with a game plan, especially if you have older uh, relatives and kind mm-hmm. of what you might do. Uh, as you can imagine, there's oftentimes a lot of stress associated with aging family members. And if you mm-hmm. come up with a plan, sometimes you can avoid part of that. This is Healthy Skin Aware Month. And I know we've talked on this show, you have dealt with some issues, uh, with some skin cancer issues. And you have. addressed those. And I was really proud of you for doing that because I think that that might be something that's kind of easy to disregard or just think, nah, that'll be okay. I kind of noticed this one spot on my skin's a little different, but I'm sure I'm going to be fine. You actually were proactive. It is easy to ignore because it's not uh, an emergency. There's not uh, one day you're fine and the next day, oh my gosh. It is a, you know, through your entire life, you have pimples or acne or zits or uh, blemishes or a freckle. Uh, so you're sort of conditioned to think when you see a spot, eh, it'll go away. Right. Well, I tell you, if you if you see a spot that doesn't go away or that grows or changes sizes, uh, and if you ignore it, too many days in a row, those days add up and there can be some big problems downriver. So I have uh, gotten into the practice of seeing my dermatologist uh, twice a year just to go over any sort of spots or new blemishes and what they might mean or what they what they don't mean, hopefully. Um, it's no secret I love the sun. I love the south. I love the beach. I like the summer. I like the heat. So I'm outside a lot. Uh, you throw in the fact that I'm the I'm the age group, and anybody that's that's 49 right now that's listening will laugh, uh, because we grew up in an era when we played outside from 10 a.m. Oh, yes. to 4 p.m. every day without sunscreen on. And today, 
the way uh, dermatologists, uh, PSAs, community service messages, everybody says the same thing. Don't go outside from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yeah, without correct. sunblock or sun protection. And when a 49-year-old hears that, we're like, well, what the heck? We were outside every day during that exact time period with no protection whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> right. You were now, just told to just yeah, yeah just uh, don't play in traffic. I blame I, I blame Little League Baseball for being outside <laughs> getting sunburned every day in the summer mm-hmm. of 1977 for any sort of issues I'm having now with my skin as an adult. Uh, so yeah, you know, take care of your skin for sure with sunblock and sun protection and long sleeves and hats and shade. Um, but if you do see a spot or some sort of reddish area on your skin, have it checked out. You know, at, at best they say it's no big deal or, right. or it's a, you know, it's a scratch. You bumped up against something sharp. It'll go away. It'll heal. Uh, middle ground. They will find out there's some sort of precancerous situation happening, and they can cut it out, and it's no big deal. And then at worst, they will have to deal with a bigger situation, which I think is a, is a pretty small percentage of everybody that has uh, a, a dermatological uh, right. red spot or, or, mole, or amorphous size mole or a, a size-changing mole. I mean, if you see a situation, it doesn't mean – it's not that kind of cancer like uh, it's not a prostate cancer situation. It's it's something that can be handled rather effectively if you catch it early. So, you know, if you're older and you like the sun, I, I would get checked out at least once a year by a term- dermatologist just to see what's happening with your skin. I think that's a good idea. And uh, let's take it a step further. Your skin is a major organ of your body. And Isn't it the largest organ you have? I believe I, I it is, yeah, for, because of the amazing surface. It covers your entire body. But uh, to take this out a step further, and this goes more to the cosmetic thing of it, I realize as a guy, guys have, well, I'd call it almost horrendous skin care. It's almost like, ah, yeah, I splash some water on my face every once in a while. I actually read an article that suggested because of your taking care of your skin, you also want to take care of, you know, moisturizing your skin and trying to do some healthy things for your skin because you're asking it to do a lot in northern climate as, you know, as Adam says, hey, I love the heat all summer. We're stuck inside all winter. Many of us are. There's a lot of forced air heat. There's just a lot of very drying conditions, and your skin gets affected by that. So that doesn't mean walk around with a big bottle of moisturizer or suddenly go crazy and watch every YouTube video on you know on men's skincare. But I thought that this article was very interesting because they said in general, men just don't get it. You know, we oftentimes have wives, girlfriends, daughters, et cetera. They're always taking care of their skin. They're taking care of their skins partially for cosmetic. Plus, they also kind of realize I should take care of myself. Guys, on the other hand, do not. So extend that skin care to doing something special for yourself. Maybe we'll have to um, see if Oil of Olay or Noxzema <laughs> or one of these skincare companies would do an ad campaign with a guy like Bubba. Some sure. guy named Bubba who gets yeah. on camera to talk about washing my face twice a day, and I use moisturizer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, it mean, so- I know it sounds crazy, I but bet I they started- would sell more product to men. Well, I you'll love this. Uh, I've changed recently, changed the office that I worked in, and I realized that the lighting in our office 
is such that I want to try and have my skin look halfway decent. So I actually started taking better care of my skin because before I always worked by myself and it didn't matter what I looked like, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, so you it's need, just a funny thing. You need an office with worse lighting is what you need. <laughs> what I need to do is more subdued lighting, I think, would help <laughs> all of us. Uh, it's also America Recycles Month as well. This is uh, certainly somewhat self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. We've talked a little bit about uh, you know the difference between aluminum cans and plastics and metal cans. Metal cans end up getting recycled more often than not because they're magnetic, which is interesting. Aluminum's uh, a fascinating thing because it's relatively inexpensive to produce new aluminum, so very little of it gets recycled. And of course, we always hear about that pesky plastic recycling, and I think rightly so. I think that we really are getting to a crisis point in the world because we all love plastic bags and we all love Everything that we touch, grab, feel, use oftentimes is made out of plastic. And that plastic has to go somewhere. And oftentimes it ends up in landfills and the ocean. And that's not particularly good for the landfill or the ocean. Yeah. So Um, do you have time for a quick uh, plastic bag story? I want to hear one. Um, Now, this, this file this under get off my lawn. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If you know what I mean. Uh, but recently, I purchased some items at a retail store, and I, I would say the total came to over $100. So let's just say it was $112. The clerk says, would you like to purchase a bag for a dollar? And it's their way of, and I, I get it, you know, save Mother Earth, let's have less plastic bags, they're... They're trying to encourage me, maybe I should have known this, to bring my own bag to put my purchases in my own bag to walk to my car. And I immediately turned into get off my lawn guy. And I said, I said, are you seriously asking me to buy a bag for a dollar after I just spent $112? And she, you know, I felt bad because it's not her policy. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, well, I can't, you know, we can't put it in a bag unless you buy the bag. It's a dollar. And I'm like, no, I don't want to buy your bag. So I carried, Interesting. it was in a mall too. I carried <laughs> five items. It like hugged it to my, close to my chest and held my receipt and walked through the mall for the rest of the day. Because oh <laughs> it was just the principle of the thing. Actually, I just no, spent I $112. No, you you're right. You can't comp me the dollar. Give me the bag. <laughs> In that particular case, I'm kind of thinking they should have comped you the bag. Yes. Uh, so, you know, my girlfriend's like, you know, we should go somewhere else and buy something else so you can get a bag. Because you look like you just stole all that stuff out of the store. Because <laughs> I'm just walking around the mall holding five items. Oh, that's fine. Uh, but anyway, that's my. Uh, well, and it does that's strike my get you. Get off my lawn moment. Well, and it does strike you how generational all this is. Quite frankly, when they started using those small plastic bags that are somewhat ubiquitous at convenience stores and even uh, grocery stores, I thought to myself, touchdown, because I'm the schleppiest guy in the world. I like just grabbing it by the handle and throwing it in the backseat of the car, Mm -hmm. not realizing, of course, that that plastic bag has to go somewhere. I think um, 
my my family always was very good on recycling, but I've heard later that even if you're very studious about recycling, not all of that plastic ends up quite where you would mm. hope it would be. That the municipalities just have so much plastic that, yes, you recycled it, but they don't really have any other choice other than to send it to their landfill as opposed to move it on and make new plastic out of it. So, yeah, it's a generational thing. It's a situational thing. And... Uh, you know, it's it's just a new world out there. Generationally, uh, you nailed it because the the clerk was probably twenty four, so that was a totally different. She I bet she had a completely different take on on that exchange between me and her. She saw terrible, mean old man because she and her generation has been conditioned to know that. You know, bring your own bag when you shop, right. or be prepared to buy a bag for an extra dollar when you shop, if you, because that's how we're going to save the planet. And to me, it's it was an economical issue. Like I cannot believe I just spent over a hundred dollars here, and you want to charge me a buck to to put this stuff I just bought at your store in a bag? <laughs> that's bad marketing. Well, that's a marketing situation to me, not an e- not an ecological one. No, I understand, <laughs> and, and I, I, I'm going to assume there wasn't an option. You couldn't go to plastic bag instead. It was like, uh, no, you can only purchase our bag or walk around like yeah. a lunatic in the mall the rest of the day. Well, listen, I want to thank you uh, for listening to the Adam Rich Show, and I want to thank our underwriter today, as always, is Vibonomics. You can learn more about them at vibonomics.com. They are in audio experience advertising platform for retail and convenience stores across the country. You can find them on uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at Vibonomics, V-I-B-E-N-O-M-I-C-S, Vibonomics. Thank you to them. Jay, thank you to you, and we'll see you next time on the show. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live, both in studio and across the country. For information on this broadcast, including how to hear this show on a station in your city, visit adamritzshow.com.